This week on Your Asian Best Friends, we celebrate our 20th episode with a retrospective on the legendary Jackie Chan. Plus, little Asians in the news. (laughs) I'm Taylor. And I'm Bernard. And we are Your Asian Best Friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's actually lots of like little news. Here. Little news. Little news. Like we've got <laughs> our new <laughs> little Asians. Little in the Asians news. in the news. <laughs> <laughs> little Asians in the news. Like all 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 Asian news is little Asians. In the news. <laughs> We're little people. Um, Lee Jung Jae, Squid Game. Oh, main okay, guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Starring in the new Star Wars show. Oh yeah. He's playing the lead. Cool. It's super I love that cool. Guy. He's great. So handsome. He's a handsome guy. Doesn't look it in Squid Game. Because they give him the like bummy thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know who's also very handsome? Shit, just forgot his name. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, Kihai Kwan? Yeah. He's like secret handsome. Yeah, I I never knew he had it in him until I saw that movie. Yeah, but when he plays like the movie star. Yeah. It's like, God damn, man. You really clean up nicely. Hair slicked back. Yeah. Looking good. You left you breathless there a little yeah. bit, yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's high. actually he's he actually high. in the news a little bit. He's one of the little news people. Yeah, uh, he took a picture with Harrison Ford. Did you I see saw that? that? I saw that. They both looked really happy. I never, you never see Harrison Ford looking. No, happy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was really amazing to see. How could you not uh, be? Smile when you see that guy, like uh, Ki Hai Kwan. I mean, he's so he's like a bottle of joy. he's so happy you know it's weird though like i think i talked about this on our everything everywhere episode but when i interviewed him Mm -hmm. he was actually like kind of intense oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it was it was a little intimidating yeah because i I went in like uh with this energy of like dude this is so great i got i get to talk to you people used to call me short round when i was a kid yeah and he was like oh Hmm. like he wasn't he was not amused by that well there's some racial undertones with being called short round as a kid yeah, I mean, I didn't like it, when I, <laughs> when I like it. but uh, yeah, no reaction to that uh, yeah. from him. But yeah. Kihai Kwan and uh, Harrison Ford, best friends now. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, um, sequel <laughs> that wouldn't be crazy. <laughs> be the, so fucking a old. very slow <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> uh, uh, I met Harrison Ford too. He just growled at me. I bet. I bet. He just growled with his earring. I bet. You know, he's aged very well. Yeah, he's like one of those white dudes who just like... Uh, Still handsome. Yeah, as dashing as ever. Mm-hmm. I think it's because he's always been kind of gruff. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's kind of... It suits him, the yeah. gruffness. Um, Simu, mm-hmm. our boy Simu Lu, he's um, kind of in the news. He, he just made an Instagram post. Yeah. And I thought it was... Did you see this? No. It, it was really interesting. In the Instagram post, he's talking about... Um, when Shang-Chi uh, kind of went out into the world, he became super famous overnight. Yeah. He he got kind of depressed and, and um, it was a little overwhelming for him. He didn't, he kind of, I, probably because he's Asian, he never expected to reach those levels of stardom. Mm. And it was a lot for him to take in. He, he uh, started going to therapy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, about a year ago. And, and he wrote on Instagram that, yeah, a year ago today... Um, uh, he, that he was hit with that depression and he just went into therapy and he wanted to be like kind of vulnerable about that in social media and 
tell people that he's happy he's in therapy and it was the right thing to do and he encouraged others to do the same. Yeah, therapy's dope. That's pretty sweet, man. Like like he's obviously one of the more famous Asians right now and he seems to be up for the up for the gig. You know? Yeah, he's writing a book. A memoir, right? Yeah. He's so young. How does it? Pretty young. <laughs> it's a bold move to write a memoir when you're that young. Is he, is he even 30 yet? <laughs> no, I don't know if he is. I mean, you have to have a pretty interesting life to write a memoir that, that early or have something very unique to say. I think he does. Yeah. Yeah, just because... Yeah, he's just one of those. I can't... It's so cool that he's reached that level of... of stardom yeah he gets bigger and bigger it feels like he's gonna be in the barbie movie and the barbie movie is <laughs> yeah. supposed to be surprisingly awesome is that right is is that um uh what's her name greta gerwig is gonna direct it oh <laughs> i was like he's not playing barbie <laughs> no no who do you if you could guess who's playing barbie margot robbie yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> You know, can the I, can hottest I, living human being on the planet. <laughs> this is a quick story, yeah. not a long story, about Greta Gerwig. Uh-huh. I interviewed her once, and I had my son with me at work. We were at a hotel. I interviewed her, and then out in the lobby, the uh, publicists were taking care of my son. He was like uh, a year old. Mm-hmm. He was a baby, not even a year. Yeah. Greta Gerwig came out and just picked up my son, and yeah. she's like 10 feet tall. She's really tall. She lifted him all the way up in the air with her long-ass arms, Yeah. and I was like, ah, you know, <laughs> I was kind of shocked. <laughs> And then I tried to take a picture, uh-huh. and she got irritated that I was taking pictures. Hmm. I was like, you're holding my firstborn son. <laughs> so you can do that, and that's fine. I can't take pictures of you holding my son. Yeah. I do love her, though. She's great. She's really good. Of the uh, like the Noah Baumbach clan, right? Yeah, they're, uh, they're partners, aren't they? Is that right? But I like her better than Noah. Yeah, and, and some of Noah's are uh, hard to get through. Yeah, yeah. It's like almost like you kind of you can, whatever you can tell what's going to happen before it even happens. Yeah. In his movies, uh, more Asians in the news. Rhode Island becomes fourth state to require Asian American history in schools. Require, require. Wow. They have to talk about it. Does California require it? I I don't know for sure, but I'm gonna like say I'd bet my life yes. I would hope so because <laughs> I feel like uh, all of it happened here. Yeah, it all happened here. <laughs> That's why I'm like Rhode Island of all <laughs> of all the states. Like you would think Hawaii would require it, uh, right. California. Uh, what other New York? I guess. Yeah, New York for sure. But Rhode so Island. maybe Rhode Island's the fourth after yeah. those three. Yeah, maybe. That's great. I mean, it should be all fucking fifty states, but yeah. Um, we have to talk about uh, the Queen. She, the queen's past dude fuck the queen <laughs> okay this is okay listen 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 i don't know anything about that goddamn family oh god okay like i don't i don't follow them yeah. like i don't i don't know that i don't even know the yeah. princes or anything mm-hmm. uh irrelevant to me yeah and then this queen dies queen elizabeth yeah and there's this huge um I don't know. There's an ado. There's been there's been many an, an, an ado made over her passing from the whites. <laughs> from well, from the whites on the positive side, and then from the blacks on the negative side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the queen sucks, man. 
Tell me about why the queen sucks. I, I mean, really don't just, know. <laughs> she just fucking sucks. Why this whole <laughs> royal family sucks. Why do they suck? I don't know them. Like I don't. <laughs> I know I don't know them, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever follow them at all. I don't know, man. It's just like the continuation of the celebrating imperialism. It's just bullshit. Mm. And that's the thing, you know, um, aside from her passing that I never, I never understood the fascination with just the Royal family as like Kardashians, basically. Right. Right. Uh, why, why, why? That's, what, that's basically what they are. They're like the Kardashians. Like that's, yeah. like, I feel like this is a perfect, uh, analogy. It's like, they they're like the Kardashians. Yeah. Yeah. Less active. Maybe. Except the Kardashians <laughs> are self-made. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I'm not, I don't really hate the Kardashians. Like no, I, I like, kind of like the Kardashians. Yeah. But yeah. the royal family, I just never got it, man. Yeah. No. Fuck them. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm going to go with you disappear. then. Yeah, I hope I'm riding with you. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> like, if people are sad, it's like, why are you sad? Mm. Fucking 97-year-old woman died. It was such a tragedy. Right? <laughs> That's no life. 97 years. Yeah, I know. Like, being rich and famous. Probably fucking Pinocchio by the end of it. Like, the amount of drugs <laughs> they probably pumped into her to keep her heart going ay, ay, ay. <laughs> <sighs> so that's asians in the news we're gonna be talking about jackie chan today our real queen that's he's our queen <laughs> go you go queen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we dive into Jackie Chan in earnest, I thought it would be interesting to start with. He actually shared um, his top 10 favorite films ever. Oh, I think it's telling. I think it's telling of the kind of... I hope they're all Jackie Chan Filmmaker films. he is. Yeah, right. Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> Chinese Super Connection. Cop 2, Chinese Connection. <laughs> Enter the Dragon. He was in Enter the Dragon, right? I don't think he was in any of Bruce Lee's movies. He was. He, he was like really? a young, uh, yeah. Oh. I, th- I believe he was in Enter huh. the Dragon and like one other one. But here are Jackie Chan's 10 favorite movies. The General by Buster Keaton. Makes sense. Perfect, Perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, City Lights by Charlie Chaplin. Also makes a lot makes of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Rocky yeah. by John G. Alvildson. That's who directed that. I love, I saw it. They re-released it a, a few years ago in theaters. Mm-hmm. I saw it in the theater. It's great. It's great. What a movie. Uh, War and Peace, okay, mm-hmm. by Sergei something. Seven Samurai, Kira uh, Kurosawa, one of the best. Uh, Gone with the Wind by Victor Fleming, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the, movie good? Like the Whites of Bone. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie since the 90s. Is that movie good? You know what's funny is that like I just wrote it off instantly as a kid. Yeah. And even like as a kid, I was like, this is something that only white people enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's so canonized. Yeah. But so it, like, you have to like this. It's about the Confederacy, isn't it? No idea. And that's why I called bullshit on it very early on. Oh. Jurassic Park. Ah, he's didn't like, see he that likes coming. the blockbusters, huh? Dude, he's got some good taste here. Yeah. He's got some good taste. That's a great action movie, Jurassic Park. It is. So suspenseful. Yeah. Special effects, some of the best ever. Uh, My Fair Lady. That's another one of those uh, mm-hmm, White's mm-hmm. Uh, movies. I don't know about Pocket Full of Miracles. Frank Capra. Do you know that movie? No, I am a fan of Frank Capra. Though. Capra's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets a pass. Uh, and then, of course, Lawrence of Arabia by David Lean. You know, I've never seen it, and I've wanted to see it um, because in Oakland at the Paramount they do like a 
a real screening of it and they have like the intermission oh. and like all that shit. And I've always wanted to go, but I've never done it. Epic. Yeah. It's cool to like watching movies from that time. It was really cool because it's kind of a celebration of like pre CGI, mm-hmm. um, but also like large scale, like yeah. movie making. And you just see all the work that goes into those practical effects. And yeah, really amazing. Um, even like watching Chaplin and, and Keaton. Yeah. Um, if, if any of you listening has an opportunity to see uh, one of those old silence, like classic silence in the theater. Um, I know here in the Bay area, they do a lot of programs. Um, silent film SF, I believe uh, they do a lot of screenings of those movies with a live orchestration. So they have like a, oh, that's dope. sometimes like a four piece orchestra that does all the music and it's amazing. Nice. Uh, just to see, especially Keaton, him doing all this stuff on his own. All right, so let's talk about Jackie. Yeah, we're, this is a big topic. It where is a take, big topic. Where are you taking this? Let's talk about what he meant to us in the when we were kids. So he came to prominence in, I'd say, the early 90s. I guess late 80s, but really early 90s when we yeah. were young, like uh, 10, 11, around there. Yeah. And uh, I think, especially in hindsight, meant a lot to us in our lives as far as our relationship to like media, like entertainment. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it even meant a lot to, in my relationships within my family, too, because I saw Rumble in the Bronx with my dad in the theaters. And, uh, you know, he had grown up watching so many martial arts movies. He was, you know, he practiced martial arts as a uh, as a young man and it was a big passion of his so watching jack and the big screen was really cool to see with him um but also just like my dad saw a ton of shit when he was being raised japanese in california like shortly after world war did he see some action was he in some my dad oh yeah (laughs) wow so he got got some jackie chan like uh yeah yeah wow dude this is crazy you hear this like some of this my dad says the same fucking stories over and over again and then every once in a while he'll be like yeah and then there was this tournament and it turned into a big brawl and we had to fight our way out of it holy shit why don't you tell me about that story (laughs) (laughs) he's like i forgot about that one (laughs) yeah no my dad was legit wow yeah that's so cool dude i didn't know i had no idea yeah, I know. You would have no idea if you met him today. It was definitely a big part of my childhood. So um, he was super into Jackie Chan. <laughs> he wasn't like a super fan or anything. I would say he's probably his era is probably a little bit earlier than Jackie Chan. Um, but I think it was cool just to watch it in, in the theaters with him. I did not. Uh, my dad claimed he beat Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he did. <laughs> to and, everybody. Yeah, to wrestle to all my friends, yeah. and me included, and... Uh, they were bitter lies that I'll never let go. I've never verified that it's false, though. He could have beaten Hulk Hogan. He could have. In private. Yeah. <laughs> in private. <laughs> in private. Not at the Superdome. No, not at the Superdome. <laughs> With Pat Patterson as well, his One day we're going to find it. We're going to find the footage. <laughs> uh, like, but, is that your dad? Yeah, for me, Jackie Chan, you know, in the early 90s, for he was kind of like a unicorn for us. Yeah, because there was like like Bruce Lee was before our time. Yeah, still but still, still huge. relevant, still huge and relevant. Yeah, yeah, because he was the only one. He was like yeah. the, <laughs> his iconic. Yeah, um, film star, and then um, Jackie Chan came along, mm-hmm. and so we didn't get this a lot when we were kids. I mean, that, to say the least, we we really only had Bruce yeah. Lee um, as far as Asian stars and, and Ki Hai Kwan, <laughs> right? <laughs> Ki Hai Kwan. <laughs> so when Jackie Chan 
like Rumble in the Bronx came out, Super Cop. And then he really blew up with Rush Hour. Yeah. For the American audience, at least. Mm-hmm. He was just uh, so great. In the, Chris Tucker is just like underrated to me. Yeah. As like a, a movie star. and So hilarious and charismatic. But Jackie actually met him there with the charisma. He, 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 could, yeah. he was actually a good foil. Yeah, no, totally. And he's a totally unique person in, when you juxtapose him against uh, Jackie Chan. Like he does a completely different thing. Bruce Lee's charisma was solely based on his skill. And, uh, but Jackie, the fact that Buster Keaton is, um, ranks highly on his favorite films, um, or the general ranks highly on his favorite films. It's so clear because he went a completely different route and it's so unique in like the Kung Fu genre of movies to play a fool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He did so well. So what was the first movie of his you saw? Rumble in the Bronx. Me too. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, a seminal movie yeah. in my in my movie watching uh, uh, career. Oh, it is a career. It is my career, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, uh, not at the time. But uh, Rumble in the Bronx is just uh, phenomenal, phenomenal action movie, martial arts movie. The way New York used to be. <laughs> yeah, we, you know that I miss when New York was. Uh, I miss that New York. <laughs> I miss that. It was CD and you know you couldn't walk three blocks without getting into a fist fight. You know, yeah, motorcycle gangs, yeah, riding on cars. We know, yeah, but the sure. real New York. <laughs> Taylor and I have spoken about this movie before, and we, we were laughing at ourselves because we were getting nostalgic over a New York we never been, been to, literally never were at. I I I never because you went to New York the one time, mm-hmm. and I. Didn't go to New York until like way later. <laughs> yeah, my my New York had Whole Foods in Harlem. So right, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, same I here. I was about this place. It's kind of seedy. You know, I'm just, you just get really nostalgic for the old seedy New York that we know and love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Rumble in the Bronx. Did they did they even film in New York? Yeah, yeah, I think they did. I'm pretty sure they did. Um, it looked like the New York. It looked like the New York I knew. Yeah, it looked good to me. Like any New Yorkers, like they did not film in New York. Yeah, well, they had the bridges and you know the the subway lines. It looked pretty New Yorky <laughs> to our to our untrained eyes. Yeah, yes, exactly. they fooled us. Yeah, if, if it wasn't in New York. Um, but what's so amazing? I mean, obviously, if you watch this movie, dialogue's horrendous. Yeah, the script is horrendous, mm-hmm. um, but the cast is great. Yeah, right. They they it's campy as shit, and mm-hmm. uh, acting's kind of bad, but um, they kind of make it work in a campy way. <laughs> yeah, and then um, uh, the thing the main, the bread and butter here is just the action, right? The, like the stunts, and the, that's one segment, and then the the fighting, the martial yeah. arts. What were some of the like uh, stunts that blew you away when you were? Um, you were a kid. Honestly, it was just like simple shit that I thought I could do, like running up a wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did a bunch. You did some parkour stuff. <laughs> like that, that was like the. I was like, I bet I could do that, <laughs> but I couldn't. But like, but yeah, I mean, the glass scene. If I remember, oh that. yeah, he's fighting this gang. And he ru- he's yeah. running away from them, but then he gets caught at the end of an it's alley. A baseball bat, right? They they take a baseball yeah. bat and start um, 
hitting glass bottles yeah, towards him. That nuts. fucked me up when I was a kid. <laughs> that, when we rewatched it a few months back, that was like the most shocking thing, I think. So even, violent. Even today, I was like, God damn. <laughs> this is insane. I hope they didn't do that for real. I know. Yeah, that was they, nuts. seemed to do everything else for real. Yeah. Um, I loved the fight scene in the gang's kind of headquarters where he's fighting in and out of like, he's like, Sliding in and out of like arcade machines, and yeah, oh, one, yeah, one of the arcade machines, like, uh, he gets hit in the head, but yeah, he's like rubbing his head and stuff, yeah. Or is that a blooper? Was that I a think blooper? it's a blooper? See, the bloopers are also amazing because one, they're funny, but two, sometimes it looks like people are like dead, yeah, <laughs> like, like, oh, that person just got run over by a car, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just like laying yeah. still <laughs> on, this, on the street, <laughs> I mean, insanely badass. Oh, the Jackie dope. Chan stunt crew. <laughs> the Jackie Chan stunt crew. <laughs> Best name for a stunt crew. <laughs> I mean, they're they're really uh, uh, legendary at this point. Um, that that whole stunt team, and uh, there's this this that stunt where Jackie jumps from like a building onto a boat. Yeah, that's and he dope. broke his ankle. Yeah, and they show that in the bloopers. Yeah, and they're playing. Um, the band Ash, they had a song called Jackie Chan, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's like the best song ever. Uh, yeah, that, that boat stunt was just, uh, especially when I saw that they continued shooting Yeah, after he did the They boat just stunt. gave him like a new foot, right? They gave him like a prosthetic foot. It was like a cast and then they drew a shoe on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Amazing. Uh, that movie's great. And then Rush Hour... I mean, it, it was so, I was almost, I remember when Rusher came out, Rush Hour came out and it was so popular yeah, that huge. I almost couldn't believe it yeah. when I was a kid. I almost didn't want to be like gung-ho, like, yeah, you know, like inside I, w- I was like, yes, like a, like an Asian movie star. Yeah. But it, it was almost like, I don't know. I didn't want to, I thought, it, I guess part of me thought it was lame that I would be cheering on one of my own for some reason. But I was into that whole thing. It was, it was the soundtrack, uh, the movie itself. Jackie's up there. I love Chris Tucker from uh, Friday. Yeah. It's still one of my favorite you know, hangout movies ever. I loved Rush Hour 2 as well. Mm-hmm. It was not as good as <laughs> first Rush Hour. But it was still really good. And Jackie Chan seemed to be on track to becoming um, you know, as big, if not bigger, than Bruce Lee. Culturally. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't think he ever got to those heights, unfortunately. No. Um, I a lot of that probably has to do with the quality of movies he was putting out uh, at a certain point. Using yeah. a lot of stinkers. There is a lot of stinkers, and like Bruce Lee was. I mean, it's hard to underestimate how fucking amazing Bruce Lee was in his own right. Um, plus, you got. People wearing Bruce Lee shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Chan doesn't have the merch. Yeah, I think he he was more of a. Um, what, whereas Bruce Lee was so alpha and so yeah, yeah. testosterone and you know to the point, and he was so convincing that yeah. even white people looked up to him like they wanted yeah. to be Bruce Lee. And he's Asian, like and this he was little tiny. Asian guy. He yeah, was tiny little dude, but he looked gigantic because he's larger than life. Yeah. Right? Uh, Jackie Chan, I think, was a little more grounded, and he had he was more of a Cary Grant, like, like yeah. you said, not afraid to be a fool mm-hmm. um, in his movies. I think that you know to his benefit. Yeah, for sure. 
But that's probably what, you know, going down a little too far, leaning into that a little too much in his career with, you know, a lot of those yeah. silly movies. And it probably could have, I mean, not always the best representation of uh, Asians in film. Definitely leaned into some of those, like, stereotypes. Stereotypes, yeah. Um, where he wasn't always, it didn't always seem like he was in on the joke. But, um, I mean, I understand the pressure. If you want to maintain success, you kind of have to. Um, at least back then you had to. And from all that you've told me about Jackie and what I feel like I've read about him, like he was pretty conservative in terms of the roles he was willing to play. And like, he knew that Jackie Chan was a business. He, he refused to play a villain. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 He knew what he was doing. Yeah. I, I feel like it would have been amazing to watch him play a villain. Yeah. He would have been an amazing villain. Cause it would be such a, I mean, he's played the hero so many times that, you know, it, it became stale. I mean, to be yeah. honest, especially later in his career, uh, it became stale. He was still an incredible athlete and, you know, performer. Mm-hmm. But uh, if he were to do like a villainous turn and lean into, rather than lean into the uh, comedic side of his personality, lean into the fact that he's like a legit ass kicker. Right. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> it would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to say about Jackie that part, one of the things I thought was missing from his career uh, here in America, at least, was that he never got to the place where he was desirable as a leading man. Um, I think he's a good looking guy, you know, not not like the best looking dude. He's okay. <laughs> he's OK. He's OK. I think he could have, you know, if if he wasn't he didn't make himself kind of into a bit of a joke in his movies. Yeah. Maybe he could have been that real leading man that that I, maybe I wanted him to become. Uh, there is, uh, you know, talking about his stunts again. His, I saw this video. Um, I think I've told you about this, but it was recent-ish, and the Jackie Chan um, stunt team had not worked. The original team had not worked together in years. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they're, you know, much older now, Hella old. but, uh, Jackie Chan was at this, like, he was like doing a speech at some like event. And then, uh, unbeknownst to him, they assembled the original team, like behind him on stage. And they all just like stood, uh, you know, kind of silently behind him. And as he gave his speech, oh yeah. And then as a surprise, he turned around and saw all of his old, uh, old, uh, teammates, all, all his old oh, friends. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, and it was—it's really sweet. They were like crying and shit. I it, was, bet. it was so I cool, bet. and they were all—I forget what they did. They did some kind of like salute to him, you know, like because nice. they still respect him. I was like super emotional watching that. It was yeah, so that, cool. It's very cool. I can't imagine the kind of brotherhood you would have with these guys who you literally risk life and limb with to make movies. It's like uh, shared trauma, right? Yeah, what a career he's had. Um, one movie, another movie I want to mention, which I don't really remember. I've seen the movie, don't remember much about it except one shot, one moment. Ooh, <laughs> am I? <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? A little round of applause for that one. Uh, I don't, I think he like loses memory, right? Yeah. He in does. this movie, who am I? <laughs> and then he, when he realizes. Falling down a building, right? He's like, I think he's falling down a building. He's like, who am I? 
no, no, no. That's not where he says it. As he's about to die. No, he's like he's like on like like the street, like on the pavement on his knees, mm. and then he looks up at the heavens, and the, but the camera's above him, oh. and I think the camera like kind of zooms out as he I says, see. "Screams, who am I at the heavens?" I was really hoping it was when he's falling down the building. God, I hope you're right. Uh, uh, remember, remember the we're jumping around here, but do you remember the um, what was that thing at the end of Rumble in the Bronx? It's like a land to see. Hovercraft. It's it's a hovercraft. Yeah, huge in the uh, 90s. They don't have them anymore. (laughs) Yeah, because they're really easy to... to, (laughs) There's one fatal flaw to hovercrafts. (laughs) Just just take a little pin and... (laughs) It's... to paint a picture, this hovercraft in the, at the end of Rumble in the Bronx is gigantic. It's like a yacht. Yeah. Yacht-sized hover... I, at least in my memory, it was mm-hmm. really big. And it's got this huge, like, inflatable bottom. Yeah. Like, rubber bottom. And then but at the end there, I think the bad guys are driving this hovercraft through the streets of New York. And uh, <laughs> one guy gets ran over by the hovercraft, and yeah. it's so gross. He gets like skinned. Oh like, yeah, the, he like, gets skinned. Yeah, it's so gross. I mean, it, it's terrible makeup. It, it's right. like fake blood or whatever. Yeah. But just the idea of that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I I remember researching hovercrafts shortly after that, thinking like, because I, I remember like this faint idea that when I was a kid, it was like the ultimate military vehicle, land and sea, unstoppable. But it was never used for that purpose. <laughs> it was only used for tours of like. <laughs> it was like the Segway of the nineties. Get aboard the duck boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All aboard the duck I boat. I was like, oh, this makes a lot more sense. Because <laughs> <laughs> also had to go. <laughs> oh shit! We didn't plan for this. <laughs> It's like going up like a balloon. <laughs> Doesn't he? Is this a t- totally different movie? Does he like puncture it with a sword? Yeah, he does puncture it with a sword. <laughs> like literally a medieval weapon. Yeah, it's, it's a medieval weapon. Like, yeah, I think he gets it from like an antique shop or something. Oh man, so good. Uh, Jackie Chan, I don't know where, like at the end of the day, I think. People will give him his flowers when, you know, I, um, excuse me for saying, but when he passes, yeah. I think people are going to realize, you know, just how unique and important a career his was in the industry. Um, he's not getting any recognition now. I, no one knows where he is now. I don't know what he's doing. I do want to mention that, that one of the brilliant things to me about Jackie Chan, of course, other than like that he does all his own stunts and um the choreography fight choreography is so like immaculate and, and, and timeless um i think it says something that he gets hurt a lot like his character gets hurt a lot in these fights like he, he's not just like one guy against 50 and he just beats them all up yeah yeah you he know sells he it yeah he sells he's selling and um i think that le- as far as the hand-to-hand uh portions of his movies it just lends such a a layer of uh, urgency and legitimacy to the fight scenes where it's not like cartoony. It yeah, is cartoony. It is cartoony. In the humor. But there's storytelling in it. Yeah, you know? there's stakes. He could get hurt here. He yeah. could lose. Yeah, he could lose. He does lose in the Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah. Um, where he gets um, pelted with glass <laughs> bottles. <laughs> yeah. At the end of a does. totally <clears throat> like 
totally legit New York alleyway. <laughs> the way the alleyways used to be. Yeah. 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 It's just that old smell. <laughs> I remember so well. Rumble in the Bronx. Real New Yorkers here. Real New York New Yorkers. Um, oh, man. Thank you. Thank you guys uh, for listening. This is episode 20. Episode 20. Episode 20 of your Asian best friends. Yeah. I think yeah, it was I wanted to dedicate this one to Jackie Chan. He's one of our heroes. Yeah. At least in the I mean, I don't know about him in real life. <laughs> Maybe he's a dick. But he might uh, be a dick. For as a movie star man, he was he was uh he was a big deal for us. He was. He was. And he stayed awake this entire podcast. I made it. You made it. Pushing through. I'm pushing through. <laughs> and I've already counted all the edits I'm going to have to make. Man. <laughs> right, take that out. Take that out. Okay, yeah. <laughs> tighten that up a little bit. You said like a clicker. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for joining us. I'm Bernard. And I'm Taylor. And we are your Asian best friends.